It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Joining us now here on Sports Day WA is a man that's certainly going places. There's no question about that. He burst onto the scene in the UFC. He was the 2022 UFC Rookie of the Year. He's got a 5-0 record in the UFC and four first-round wins. And he's the most successful UFC fighter to ever come out of Perth. And he's got something pretty exciting to tell us, and we'll save that a bit later on. That may certainly interest a lot of people listening in here this evening. Jack Della Maddalena, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Peter. Yeah, appreciate the kind words. Yeah, I believe this Sunday, a special day for you. You turn the old age of 27, mate. Yeah, that's it. This Sunday, 27. Gee whiz. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> and I believe, of course, this Sunday, it's the same day as UFC 2, I think at 93 in Sydney. You must be disappointed you're not on the card. Yeah, it would have been obviously ideal to fight in Sydney, being so close to home. Just couldn't get the, the right opponent out. So, unfortunately, I have to make the, the big trip back to Vegas, but... I think it will all be worthwhile in the end. Yeah, you've got that massive fight coming up in two weeks' time, as you mentioned, in Vegas against a very tough opponent in Kevin Holland. Tell us more about that and how you're preparing. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough matchup. I think it's definitely the, the toughest fight I've had so far. So, yeah, just getting in the zone, training hard. is a sort of rangy, tall striker, so... Just been working with some tall strikers, preparing myself for yeah, battle in the octagon. What's interesting, I've been told that Holland has uh, a bit of a habit to talk to his opponents during the fight. Are you expecting him to maybe do that same thing face-to-face when you're in the octagon? Yeah, I think so. He's, you know, his name is, or his nickname is Big Mouth, so he does, he does talk a lot during the fight. But yeah, it's, I definitely do expect him to do that, but yeah, I'll leave the. I'll let him do the talking. I'll be in there yeah. fighting and getting after him. Jack, you're currently ranked 14 in the welterweight division, and Kevin Holland is ranked 13, just one above you. What would it mean to have a win over Kevin? Yeah, it's a, it would be awesome to get the win. It would be. It's a. It's a good fighter, good challenge. He's a big name in the sport, so. Yeah, but the idea is to keep getting the wins, keep climbing the ranks and get close to the number one spot. You've had an interesting build-up on your last fight. Originally, you were on UFC 290 against Sean Brady. He pulled out with a mystery in illness and injury. And then the replacement fighter, Josiah Harrell, also pulled out the day before the event on July the 7th. Uh, It must have been very frustrating for you. Yeah, it's pretty frustrating, you know, to have the... Initial guy pull out, Sean Brady. It was a that would have been a tough matchup. He was ranked inside the top ten, so I was preparing for that sort of fight. And then, yeah, when that fell through, I was all the way in Vegas. So then found the new opponent, then he fell through. So it was just a lot of ups and downs. But yeah, just sort of stuck to the stuck to my guns. We, had, we were planning on fighting, so I just asked him to get someone in and worked out 
in the end. But, yeah, there was a lot of ups and downs leading up to it. What's interesting also, it would have been a crazy week for you because you probably had to go through two way cuts. Uh, tell us how difficult that yeah. was. Yeah, like we're, in the sport, you have to make the certain weight limit. So made the weight limit and then to then find out the opponent was out is obviously hard. The weight cut, it's not easy dropping that sort of substantial amount of weight in a short amount of time. So, but yeah, unfortunately I had to do it twice in the week, but it was something I was prepared for and it was just something that comes with the job. So yeah, but saying that uh, you did, of course, we're part of the co-main event on July 16 and you defeated uh, Basil Hafez uh, in a split decision. Uh, that no doubt was very reassuring for you. Yeah, it was good. It was good to have a battle. I know he was a short-notice opponent, so, yeah, really he had nothing to lose. He came in and had a big opportunity on his hands, so it was a it was a tough fight and, yeah, learned a lot from the fight, but was lucky enough to get the win and on to the next one. So what did you uh, learn from that fight about Jack Della Maddalena? Uh I mean, just knowing that I can face uh, adversity leading into the fight and then still be able to push hard for three rounds and put on a good fight for the, the fans. Mm. Saying that, you had a lot of attention, of course, when you won that bout uh, a little while back. You're in newspapers, you're on social media, you're going to be the next big thing. Did it come as a surprise, all the attention that you were getting? Um, not really. I've always planned to try and climb the ranks and get to the top size. Something I always envisioned and believed I would get here, so not necessarily surprised, but yeah, it's good to see it. I mean, it's, it's cool for it to come around like this, but something I always envisioned in, in my future. I was just going to say, how do you describe the atmosphere when you're won by first round submission over Randy Brown in round one in February at UFC 284? Tell us about uh, what it was like. Yeah, it was a, obviously a pretty big dream to fight in front of my hometown. Something that I thought would happen at some point and to happen so early on in my career was pretty pretty incredible. It was a yeah, walking out in front of the hometown was amazing. Like the support was yeah, it went over yeah. and above what I expected. So Yeah. Do you think Perth yeah, during beautiful opportunity? Do you think Perth is the nine maybe to have another UFC event before not too long on the back end of that success? I think so. I really hope so. Um, yeah, hopefully, I really, yeah, I believe I'll fight in the UFC in Perth a couple more times before the career is done, I believe. Tell us about your aspirations. I know you're a confident man. Uh, I know your dad, who's a confident individual as well. No doubt he's been very supportive of yourself. Uh, how important is that support? Yeah, obviously having people around you, supporting you, keeping you on track is a big thing. Keeps the, yeah. Uh, all the support helps, keeps me motivated. But, yeah, I've got big aspirations. I want to try and get to the top of this division and, yeah, become a champion and have a lot of fights under my belt by the time I'm done. Who was the next best big thing, do you think, in Australian MMA uh, to follow yourself? There's a lot of – I think Stephen Ersig is another guy from Perth who's already – I think he's crunched his way into the top ten or he's fighting a top ten guy in the UFC, so – Another one to keep your eyes out for. Mm. The other thing that's interesting is that uh, you've got involved with a basically do-it-yourself-at-home uh, apparatus called Band Fit. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, well, Band Fit, it's, this, um, it's an awesome product. It's a small kit, but it has uh, multiple bands. 
the grips are, are what's important. They can you can small grips so you can grip onto the band and you get that the the amount of work you can do with the this kid is pretty pretty amazing from like rehab, prehab. I like to warm up with this so my muscles are up before I get a hard workout in, but for everyday for the everyday people, they can do a serious workout, and yeah, it doesn't take up much room in your car or in your luggage. You can really get a workout in wherever you are. So it's a product that I yeah I truly believe in. I think it can really change people's lives. So it's called Band Fit, B A N D Fit. Uh, where is it accessible from? If people are interested in having a look at it. Yeah, get onto um yeah the Instagram Bandfit or the website band, on yeah and get online and get a kid and then start working out and see the benefits for yourself. It's something that I use multiple times a day and it's an awesome product. Yeah, and tell us about UFC uh, as we let you go. How significant is this sport now, not only in Australia but around the world? Yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's growing in popularity, the sport. took a bit of time to get up and running because of the... I mean, you can look at it from the outside perspective. It's quite brutal, but I think there's a lot of good things. Respect, discipline, the things that you can take away from the sport, but it's a tough sport. It's a strong competition, and, yeah, it's taking off. People that are closest to you, family and friends, uh, I gather a lot of them get a bit nervous when you uh, certainly get into the octagon, hoping that you'll be okay. Uh, is that still a concern for people that are closest to you? Yeah, of course. It's like watching anyone compete at a, at a high level. You're going to have nerves watching your, like a close person compete, especially when it's a tough sport, when you actually are trying to hurt each other. But... Yeah, I think that just makes the uh, wins that much better when you can get over the hump. Mm. Good on you, Jack. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're following your career with enormous interest. Happy birthday for your 27th birthday. You're only 27. You've got so much in front of you. By the way, before I let you go, what is the timeline for maybe a UFC fighter? You're 27 on Sunday. How many years do you think you've got in you? I don't know. I feel pretty good now. Just see how it goes. As soon as I, yes, yeah, I feel like the day I wake up, I don't enjoy it anymore. I'll probably mm. hang up the gloves. But I think I've got, I've got at least 10 years in me, I believe, Peter. Good on you, mate. Thanks for joining us. Uh, regards to everybody, and we'll keep in touch. Thanks for your time. Yes, Peter. See ya. Jack Della Madalena, UFC product going places out of Perth here in Western Australia. Let's get into some uh, sports headlines. Uh, thanks to... Irrigear, it's here to save time and water. As we mentioned, Aussie Rinky Hijikata's fairytale run at the US Open is over after he was absolutely crushed by flashy American Francis Tiafo this morning. The unheralded Aussie was blasted off the court in less than two hours. He lost 6-1-6-1-6-4. The big news is that the world number one and defending champion Igas Vitek has been knocked out of the Open by Yelena Ostapenko. The Boomers' World Cup hopes have been crushed, 91-80 by Slovenia. That happened yesterday. The team they beat out for the bronze medal at the Tokyo Olympics. But they're still through, that is the Boomers, into the Paris Olympic Games. That's because New Zealand failed to get out of the group stages. It means that the tickets to Paris for the 2024 Olympics is now confirmed. So even though the World Cup goal fell well short, they can look ahead now to 
the Olympic Games. A couple of the sporting headlines, all thanks to Irrigia, offering expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigia is here. And, of course, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Unbelievable. Just shop in store at Beaumont Tiles before November 12, and you're in with a chance to win. TNCs do apply. Thanks for joining us on the program. Fast and varied uh, has been Sports Day WA. All thanks to our friends at the all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar and Toolmart, the complete tool centre, who have been serving WA for over 45 years. Thanks, Jimmy, and thanks to Asher. I'll catch you tomorrow from five straight after the run home here on SENWA.